to the listeners of Oliver Hirak's show. My name is Neha Soni and I'm speaking to you from Hong Kong. Um, I'm going to read to you, not read actually, I'm going to review the book The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. It's one of my favorite books. I like it because each law, so there are seven laws in each law, every single time you read each law, it's like you're learning it over again and you're seeing something new every single time. So I read like one chapter or half a chapter every day. It's a pretty short book. And um, so the seven spiritual laws are the law of pure potentiality, which is one of my favorite, the law of giving, the law of karma or cause and effect, the law of least effort, I love that one, the law of intention and desire, again a very beautiful one, the law of attachment, sorry, the law of detachment and the law of dharma or purpose in life. So the law of pure potentiality that law is um, that when you are in the present moment, you open yourself up to a lot of possibilities, infinite possibilities. So in order to be in the present moment and to have access to that potential, that infinite potential to tap into your own infinite potential just like the universe has infinite potential what do you need to do so there's three ways that you can tap into um, your potential it is by spending time in silence what happens because of a lot of um external distractions and talking and listening to a lot of things and our phones are our biggest distractions these days so what happens is all that distraction from social media causes a lot of uh, turbulence in our internal dialogue and that dialogue can disconnect us from ourselves and when we're disconnected from ourselves we are disconnected from the potential, our deepest potential, our infinite potential. So in order to tap into that infinite potential, what we need to do is spend time in silence, which means that you're not reading, you're not writing, you're not listening to anything. You are spending time in silence just by yourself. Maybe you're observing things in nature or just observing a sunset, taking time to just be with yourself and observe your breath. Or even when you're having a meal or something, just being present with yourself and silent, being a silent witness to yourself. Um, meditation. Meditation is another thing that you can do to uh, to find that inner stillness that you are looking for 
and when you have access to that inner stillness what happens is you start to listen to your own inner wisdom but it takes time for you and it's important that you practice silence as much as you can so you have to make a decision that you're going to be silent for this much amount of time something like that and the last thing the last way for you to practice this particular law of pure potentiality is to spend time in nature in communion with nature go to go for a hike or go to the beach or go just go out and be where you you can be very open and present on a beautiful day out now this particular law is activated by the second law which is the law of giving it is also the law of giving and receiving the law of giving is activated by the second law which is the law of giving now the law of giving is also called as the law of giving and receiving the important thing about giving and receiving is the intention behind your giving and receiving so when you are giving you should think about whether this is going to create happiness for the receiver and also you are happy giving that if there is no happiness in your giving it if you are grudgingly giving then there is no energy behind that giving so you want to make sure that you're you're giving from a happy place and the person is of course receiving it in a happy uh, place and the the law of giving and receiving can be practiced by you thinking about what you could give so you can give a prayer you can offer a prayer think about the things that you can offer and they can cost you they would cost you nothing so a prayer or a a wish a flower um if you go to someone's house you can bring them a nice card whatever you can give with happiness is good and you can also offer a compliment and think about whenever you're going to come in contact with anyone you will bring something to them um and this is how you circulating joy wealth and happiness in your life and in the life of others the other way you can practice the law of giving and receiving is allow yourself to receive the gifts that people want to give you that life wants to bring you so tell yourself that i'm going to receive today whatever today has to offer me a beautiful day a sunny day or the lovely breeze that is caressing my face i'm going to receive the gifts of nature so you become 
um, you make yourself in a more receptive uh, mode. You're more receptive to life's gifts when you are uh, open to receiving. The most precious gifts of life are caring, affection, appreciation, and love. So think about each time you're going to meet someone, you silently wish them happiness, joy, and laughter. The third spiritual law of success is the law of karma. Karma is both action and the consequence of that action. You must have heard of the expression, what you sow is what you reap. So if you want to create happiness in your life, then you have to sow the seeds of happiness. Karma implies the action of conscious choice making. You and I are conscious choice makers. Do you remember moments in your life when you've made unconscious decisions and then you may have regretted them? It's something like that. So you want to make conscious decisions and ask yourself, what are the consequences of the choice that I am making? Will this choice bring me fulfillment and happiness? And also to the people who are affected by this choice. You want to ask your heart for guidance and be guided by its message of comfort or discomfort. And you'll be best able to feel that in your body. So tune into your body. The next law is the law of least effort. So this is something that you're going to find a little bit challenging because we're trained to do this and do that and do more and just keep pushing ourselves so this one is a little bit challenging but because in nature you will notice that nature does not try it just is it just does what it does best like the birds don't try to fly they just fly fish don't try to swim they swim trees don't try to grow they grow so humans <laughs> i think human needs humans need to understand how to do this um, and practice doing this better so what is the best way for us to practice this so there's three components to the law of least effort the first one is acceptance uh, which simply means that you make a commitment today i will accept people circumstances situations and events as they occur okay so the first one is acceptance the next one is responsibility okay so you're not going to be blaming anything or anyone for your situation including yourself that's the most important one do not blame anyone including yourself and the last one is the last third component is uh defenselessness so many a times you may feel like challenged by a situation and then you you are before you even know it you're starting to defend yourself 
try not to do that. So I have uh, experienced that when I am accepting my situation and people and whatever comes, it's like a decision you're making and you're telling yourself that I am going to accept whatever comes my way and not be de defensive about it so it really helps to you know tune into what's more right for me rather than what i think should happen and so it's like you know i'm not defending myself or just trying to make myself right and try and push this is the law of least effort the fifth law is the law of intention and desire Intention and desire in the field of pure potentiality have infinite organizing power. There are two qualities um, inherent in consciousness. That is attention and intention. Attention energizes and intention transforms. So attention is in the present moment and intention is at, an, as a, at a time in the future. But your, the key is to always stay in the present moment. And the next law is going to help you understand this particular law even better. So how do you apply the law of intention and desire? You make a list of all your desires and you carry that list with you everywhere you go and then you look at it. You look at it through the day, you look at it in the morning and it's like you're surrendering your desires to the universe and let the universe handle the details. This is the part of the intention which means that you are not attached to the outcome you let the universe take care of the details of how your desires will manifest okay and all you do is practice more present moment awareness and just um, accept things as they are the sixth law is the law of detachment the law of detachment says that in order to acquire anything in the physical universe, you have to relinquish your attachment to it. It doesn't mean you give up the intention to create your desire. You don't give up the intention and you don't give up the desire. You give up your attachment to the result. Now, it's it makes sense because if you are attached to the result your attachment is coming from a place of fear and the need for security is not is based on not knowing your true self this particular law is one of the most important ones because it accelerates the whole process of evolution 
It's like being okay with uncertainty. This is the most challenging part, but this is also going to be one of the most fulfilling parts because when you surrender to the universe and don't have any attachment, so you are practicing the law of detachment, when the universe gives to you, it gives you something that you had never expected and it, it gives you something you had, it's more than what you had ex expected. So start feeling excitement for your days. The last and final law is the law of dharma or purpose in life. This law says that we have taken manifestation in physical form to fulfill a purpose. The field of pure potentiality is divinity in its essence and the divine takes human form to fulfill a purpose. So we all have a unique talent and a unique way of expressing our talent. So if you want to make maximum use of the law of dharma, then you have to make a few commitments the first commitment is to seek your higher self, which is beyond your ego. And you do that through spiritual practices like meditation. The second commitment is you're going to discover your unique talents. And you can do that by learning about the things that you enjoy doing and you're naturally good at. And this, when you do this, you just are in a state of bliss. Think about the things that you do uh, and they bring you a state of bliss. So those are the things that you are naturally great at. That's your unique talent. And it's going to help you to discover what your dharma, your purpose in life is. The third commitment is... You're going to ask yourself how you are best suited to serve humanity. So how do you apply the law of dharma? You, you want to awaken yourself to this deep stillness within your heart. Okay? And then you want to make a list of your unique talents. And then express your unique talents and lose tr lose track of time when you do that and create abundance in your life and then you ask yourself how can i serve how can i help and the answers to these questions will allow you to help and serve your fellow humans with love and that brings us to the end of the book review the seven spiritual laws of success by deepak chopra a practical guide to the fulfillment of your dreams based on creating affluence this is neha soni thanks for listening to me